Welcome to the BSD Cast of Power Systems Design. I'm your host, Jason Lumberg, and in today's episode, we're talking about arguably the hottest topic in power electronics, silicon carbide, or SICK for short. Uh, our trek through APEC 2018 proved just how ubiquitous SICK has become, and nearly every single company we visited had prominent booth space devoted to it, and if SICK wasn't conspicuously featured in the marketing materials, it showed up as an enabling or complementary technology. Basically, there's no escaping SICK in 2018. And that brings us to today's topic, SICK MOSFETs. Here to talk about that topic is Levi Gann from LittleFuse. His company put out a comprehensive white paper titled State of the SICK MOSFET, Device Evolution, Technology Merit, and Commercial Prospects. And I'm really excited to discuss it with him further. So Levi, welcome to the show. And could you briefly summarize the state of SICK? Where does the technology currently sit developmentally? Hi, Jason. Thanks for having me on. To answer your question, silicon carbide's in a pretty good spot. There's been a lot of research put into the technology mm-hmm. over the last few decades, and especially of late, that has really helped to make silicon carbide a viable mainstream option in power electronics. Silicon carbide diodes have been commercially available for quite a while now. They've proven to exhibit exceptional reliability and robustness in the field and have claimed a nice segment of the market share in power diodes. Meanwhile, Mm -hmm. the silicon carbide MOSFET technology development has reached a point to where many of the obstacles that historically stood in the way of mainstream commercialization have now been resolved. Mm -hmm. And and you mentioned the the MOSFET aspect of it. So the white paper uh, noted that the the holy grail of sick power devices has always been the MOSFET. Why is that exactly? Well, what we're striving for is a switch that has minimal switching losses, while at the same time it should be able to block high voltages and exhibit minimal on-state losses. Uh, In addition to those qualities, some other features that would be favorable are a normally off and voltage-controlled switch that has exceptional reliability, ruggedness, and manufacturability qualities. And with the silicon carbide MOSFET, we can check more of those boxes that I just mentioned than any other comparable device out there today. Right, right. So what, what advantages would, would a SICK MOSFET offer over uh, silicon IGBTs? Well, most notably would be the switching performance. Uh, because of the device structure, the silicon carbide MOSFET can support switching speeds up to 10 times faster than a similarly rated IGBT, leading to a potential for dramatically reduced switching losses in the system. Introducing the silicon carbide material into the equation allows us to reap the rewards of the fast switching that I just mentioned, while also keeping the on-state losses competitive with an IGBT. These benefits can lead to improved efficiency, higher power density, and simpler thermal management techniques, all of which would be very appealing to a design engineer. Mm. So if we could just take a step back for a second, why... Over the last several years, have we witnessed such commercial progress with SICK MOSFETs? Well, there are a number of reasons, uh, most of which would be related to reliability and manufacturability. A few I would uh, highlight would be channel mobilities rising to suitable levels. Oxide lifetimes have reached an acceptable level for most mainstream industrial designs. And threshold voltages have become increasingly stable. Another uh, very important aspect of these achievements is that multiple suppliers have been able to reach those milestones. This leads to satisfy customers' second source concerns and creates a competitive landscape that's good for both not that's good for both the suppliers and the end users. Mm. So, if we could get back to the technology comparison, um, 
that we mentioned earlier. How do the economics of sick MOSFETs compare to uh, silicon IGBTs? What, what exactly could drive down the price of sick MOSFETs even further? Well, the price erosion trajectory for silicon, device, silicon carbide devices is favorable. Uh, since the first announcement for a silicon carbide MOSFET on DigiKey was made about seven years ago, the price for a 1,200-volt, 80-milliamp device has fallen by more than 80%. In Lilfuse's case, we chose to enter the market by way of an investment in Monolith Semiconductor, a silicon carbide technology startup company based in Round Rock, Texas. Monolith, is the, they've developed a process that lends itself well to addressing some of the manufacturing details that can continue to improve silicon carbide MOSFET prices long term. Firstly, uh, we manufacture our devices at an automotive-grade CMOS fab. A large percentage of our process utilizes the same equipment that is used to manufacture silicon devices at that location. So as a result, that uh, allows us to minimize capital expenses and operating expenses. And secondly, uh, we manufacture our devices on 150-millimeter wafers. That translates to twice as many devices per wafer when compared to a 100-millimeter wafer. And as a result, it dramatically impacts the per-die cost. Uh, so these are just a couple of the approaches that we've taken to help maximize the cost reduction to the end user. Hmm. Uh, th that sounds really exciting. Well, um, I want to thank you for your time, Levi, and, and all the great info. And uh, to our listeners, thanks for tuning in.